Hey guys, before today's episode, I want to give a big shout out to the guys who made this episode possible. Upload Media Group, located right in the heart of Cedar Rapids. They host the Confused Breakfast podcast along with several other shows in the area. This company has been heavily involved in the rise of the podcast front in Iowa, and there's nobody else that I'd pick to record a podcast with when I'm visiting the homies who are just chilling in Cedar Rapids. So, if you need something to record or just want to check out some cool local content, check them out at their website at uploadmediagroup.com. That's www.uploadmediagroup.com. Stutterbox Productions is a backbone for many of the events they've seen in the Midwest, from EDM festivals to late night hip hop shows. This company has been working closely with this podcast since the beginning, and we always have plenty of things planned for the future. So, if you're looking to plan your next Get Gear event, head over to their Facebook page to learn more today. We're on sensitive. Say whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> I'm a very I'll let you open first, but I'm a sure. I'm a very just naturally censored person. Yeah, I, I've noticed that. And that's fine. Yeah. Like you're you're a four radio type of guy. Like it, for public and that's yeah. great. And if someone's like anti-censored, they're like, dude, you're so fake for being censored. It's like I've worked in radio since I was 17. Yeah. My entire like young adult life has been like separation there's the personality of creativity then there's the actual you don't cross it and i personally enjoy not crossing that line someone wants to do that where they can come hell yeah go for it but it's just like hey you teach their own yeah exactly sorry go ahead no no you're you're good you're good now we start now we start all right guys mccallister's podcast i'm your host always cole mccallister another episode today at upload media group uh can't give them enough thanks thank you logan and all them uh guys we're joined today by returning guest jake trump this is your third time on the podcast third time on the podcast what's the most times you've had someone on the podcast uh i think i've had dirt lord dirt lord slash dirt nasty he's probably been on about seven eight times that's so much i can't yeah. i was like oh i might be close like four no so i can i'll never catch up to that no that is that's a record yeah yeah he's just he's the guy like if i need like that funny stoner friend just like hey come on over man and he shows up yeah that's that's important with the funny stoner friend getting them to actually commit (laughs) and show up that's an achievement so that's impressive that's awesome yeah he uh he's definitely always been he like he's one of the most communicative guys i will say like there are a lot of people that like get mad they 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 ghost me or they don't come through then they get mad it's like yeah, you know, I'm a pretty willing guy, but like what there's mm-hmm. a certain like if you have a problem, talk to me about it. Yeah. That's always how I am. I would rather have someone tell me, Hey, you're a fucking piece of shit. I fucking hate you. Never talk to me again. I would rather have that than have somebody ghost me. I'm glad you, any day. I'm glad you've mentioned that because I do think um, <laughs> that you're a piece of shit and I fucking hate no, <laughs> you hate this goddamn I show. hate this guy. No. Um No, I agree. And I think that's something where I used to kind of had that problem when I was a little bit younger, uh, like probably like five years ago, where I wouldn't want to, like if I needed to cancel something, like I couldn't do something with my friends or I had to cancel something. I could find out like three days in a row, like three days in advance, but I'd be so like anxious about letting the person down that I would wait and then tell the person like, the day before or last minute, which then was even worse than giving them three days note, like especially like a work thing. Like I knew I was going to be busy. There's going to be a conflict. And instead of telling them like a month out, I would be like, 
two days before, be like, um, uh, I'm sick. And I was like, it's just so dumb. It's like just <laughs> communication is so much better. The more time you give something, the better. It, yeah. It was a tough lesson to learn, especially in like relationships as well. Mm, communication, yeah. it's so, it's, it is so literally key. key. It is. And it's like, there's stuff that you're like, oh, I don't really want to tell my, and it's the smallest stuff, right? Yeah. But just like, it could be like, you're feeling kind of off. Your partner's going to notice that. Even your yeah. friends are going to notice that. And you're like, well, for their own good, I'm not going to tell them. Well, now they're just sitting there being like, why is the, why are you off? Because then mm. that makes them feel bad. Yeah. So it's like, even if it seems super small to you, it's changing the dynamic of the day, just communicating it. Be like, eh, I had a rough day. My boss said something kind of off to me and it just ruined my day. Sorry if I'm a little off. And the, your partner is going to be so understanding. They're like, oh, dude, let's talk more about it. Screw your boss. Like it's... It was such a tonal yeah. shift where it was like, oh, yeah, just you're not bothering the person by telling them that. that you're actually like helping the relationship, friendship wise or significant otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, I was divorced and like, so I totally understand like what, mm-hmm. you know, what it means like not being completely honest. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, yeah, if you, if you just like let something just build and build and build, it will come to the fold eventually. And it's impossible to just keep it down there forever. And that, the resentment that comes with it as well, which is crazy because. Yeah. It's it's this weird resentment that you didn't even that like originally wouldn't have been resentment. It's resentment for them like you're like, well, why did they never know that I was off? Like, how dare they not ask me why I'm off? But then it's like, well, you were off so many days in a row because you had so many bad days. Didn't mention it a single time. So then your partner, or your friend, now thinks that's just your new personality. And but you've got a resentment towards them because they never asked. They've got a resentment towards you because you've changed. And it could have all just been resolved if you would have just been like. Hey, I've been having an off week. And sometimes you have an off week. You have an off month sometimes. It's like, off it's, year. yeah, it, it's not this <laughs> thing where it's like one bad day and then boop, you're back to perfect. It can be no. multiple days, multiple months. It's hard. It's the human condition. It's something where, uh, why did we get so deep right off the top? <laughs> That's the Macau Star Wars, man. Instantly. <laughs> like it wasn't any like f- fun jokes, any goofiness. We're just like, here's some relationship tips. Relationship tips. And you were getting deep with it, so. Well, was, you know, man, you're, you're such a personal guy. Like, really, I'm oh, not even being you. sarcastic right now. Like, uh, like I feel like every time I have you on, I can just kick back and have a conversation with you. Oh, so let's you. jump into. It. <laughs> let's jump into it. There we go. So I'm curious, um, and maybe this is a crazy way to start. Oh God. What do you think about Donald Trump 2024? I'm oh. curious on your thoughts. So here's, I, so here's the thing I hate about politics in general yeah you're gonna say something it could be something that's proven by evidence it could be proven by facts sure there's gonna be some bias behind it someone's gonna hate it they're gonna hate it they're gonna hate you you're public enemy number one for them for the next like two days until they find someone else that just said a point that they hate i am uh, here's here so don't ask me that no. don't ask me that god <laughs> No, it's all right. Okay, okay. Here is my most unbiased take I can give from a historical kind of lens. I'm a big history guy. I'm a big politics guy. I absolutely, I love it and I hate it so much, but I rarely voice it. I think the only times I really get political is on your podcast because you forced me. (laughs) I love it. You gave gave Logan with Upload Media a a Nerf gun and I'm going to get shot if I don't, so... All right. Uh, so every time you say Trump, you get shot. Every time, bam. Um, I genuinely think 
so Donald Trump still has a very loyal fan base. I know mm-hmm. there's all this court stuff, all of this blah, blah, blah. The most that can come from that, if something does happen, right, is, I mean, you can still run for president from jail. The socialist candidate who ran against, oh gosh, I want to say, what was it, Truman maybe? Or before Truman? No, well before Truman. When would that have been? What year? Oh gosh, when this is why I have you on because like I I I'm I like history but I'm not great at the dates. Yeah, like, what? so you're thinking like so it it's like gonna 30s? be a little bit after the 30s, okay. I believe. He was in jail for quite some time. It was like eight years, I think. Oh, um, he damn. was put. I think Wilson Woodrow Wilson got him put into jail because he spoke out against World War One. That's what it was. So oh. he was a socialist, and Woodrow Wilson during his second year of presidency was like, hey. I know during my first year, I said, if you reelect me, I'll keep you out of World War One. I. I lied. We're going into World War One, and if you talk bad about World War One or the draft, you're going to jail. And then this socialist guy who had been the socialist candidate for quite some time was like, it's evil and it's bad and you should dodge the draft. And he's like, oh, you said that you're going to jail. So then he ran for president as the socialist candidate from prison. So... I mean, maybe they've changed it, right? I'm not I'm not super knowledgeable. I'm not a lawyer. I can't be like, oh no, you can't. I think but, you're right though. But it has happened before. Yeah. Like you you can't like so I I mean, whatever it ends up being. So like even like there's no really stopping if you if we've learned anything, Donald Trump is narcissistic. Yep. And anyone who's like, No, he's not, it's like, <laughs> dude. You can love him and still say, like, you can love a narcissist. A big reason so many TV show characters are loved is because of their narcissism. Yeah. Like, narcissism is surprisingly charismatic yeah. to a this lot of people. This podcast is narcissistic. Yeah. So I, my it, fucking name is the title. You yeah, know? yeah, it's narcissistic. So he's always going to have a fan base. But the problem that comes with a narcissist who's bigger than life is the second you make him bleed, like with, with Spartacus, made made him bleed, made the Persian bleed and show that he's not a god, is he already lost to Biden. So we've learned one thing. Trump can lose to Biden. So there, Biden is hated. He's mm-hmm. got support. He has got... Biden has a smaller diehard fan base, significantly smaller diehard fan base, 100%. but has a larger, oh, I guess so, fan yep, base. yeah. And that's why he won, is the weird number of, I guess so, or the, I'm not voting this year. And it, it went back, and like you can, and that's like why Hillary Clinton messed up, was she had a smaller, I guess so, and they severely underestimated how many diehard fans Trump would have. But back to, uh, now that Biden has beat Trump, we know the one Republican candidate that can and most likely will lose to Biden again is Trump. Biden can be as trash as possible. People are still going to be like, Still better, still better, right? And like, there's a lot of people who, anyone who goes, this thing happened in America, this thing happened in this country, it's all the president's fault, is wild. You know, someone's like, gas prices are high. Screw you, president. Gas prices are low. Thank you, president. Uh, we were sending too much money to y- Ukraine. Uh, the president's fault. We didn't send enough. We should have been helping them even more and like a pressured Britain to let them into the EU earlier so we could stop Russia. That's not just one guy sitting behind the desk being like, yes, yes, it is so many checks and yeah. bounces and blah, blah, blah. And I think so many of the people who are the, eh, right? You've got diehard Biden fans who'd be like, none of nothing that goes wrong is Biden's fault. You've got diehard Trump fans who are like, everything that goes wrong is Biden's fault. Then you've got all the, eh, who have a good understanding of stuff who's like, no matter who's in the White House, 
it's going to suck. It is just our country's kind of at we're at a very big moment. I don't want to dive too deep into where our country's <laughs> at right now, but we're going to see good bad news. We're going to see a lot of lows in our early 30s, like late 20s, early 30s, which is rough, but then we're going to see a really good high, which is great. But that's not really going to have anything to do with who's president. It is important. There are certain things, but it's more with your local officials, more mm. with the the house and the because I mean, you're looking at the debt ceiling. Biden has nothing to do. Like, he can't do anything. His hands are tied. It's not like Biden can just all of a sudden go, all right, there will be no major recession and uh, the debt ceiling, we're raising it. He, can't, he has no, he can't say that. It's, it's got to be, both parties have to work together to fix that. And that's why it's always so scary is it's like, is this the time that the straw breaks the camel's back and one party screws over the other party and just ruins America for the next four years? And by four years, I don't mean because I'm for president. I mean because these recessions would be so major, we'd be feeling the lasting effects. Imagine 2008, but ooh, I'm not a financial guy. That's as far <laughs> as I know. It could be more than four years. It could be less. I'm getting out of my territory on that one. Ooh, slow down a little bit. But um, it, it still comes down to whoever becomes president is crucial, but it's not going to change every trajectory we're already on. There's a lot of roads that we're on right now that presidents aren't going to change as much as smaller less significant roles that you think of are going to change so i'm like uh, whoever wins it wins if trump runs against biden i think biden's going to win again if the republicans pick someone else i, I like ron DeSantis. yep i was just he, thinking he could I mean, he's been getting some stuff put out about him that's a little goofy, memeing-wise. And I mean, if you get the younger generation to meme on him, and if Trump memes on him, and you get all the Trump supporters to meme on him, he's do Trump is in such a unique position right now. <laughs> he has demolished the Democratic Party of like diehard fans. There's so little diehard fans of the Democratic yeah. Party because the Democratic Party looked at the Republican Party and was like, you know what? We're judging them because they allowed Trump to go through. Well, we're looking in a mirror. Let's judge ourselves. Holy cow, the DNC is awful. So many Democrats are just voting now for the main head of the party because they're like, because anti Trump. I, yeah. I guess so. But so many people are so mad at their own party with the yeah. DNC, which is what you don't see with the Republican Party. A lot of Republicans are just like, yep, I, I agree with everything he says and all that, but it's only with Trump. Yeah. They don't so much agree with what all the Republican Party says. So Trump. Nuke the DNC, he could very easily nuke the Republican yeah. Party and go down swinging, go down throwing a fist and make it so that any Republican that runs against Biden loses because the party's so divided. So I agree. It yeah. is, and I mean, you can sit there and be like, nope, I disagree. I love Trump. But man, as one of your favorite people say, facts do not care about your feelings. <laughs> it is It is just, Trump has so much power in the in the Republican Party right now where he could nuke anyone who runs hmm. or he could support someone who runs and give them a genuine if he threw all of his support behind ron DeSantis, oh he'd and win you, and you had it would be much closer than if donald trump ran again i think if donald trump runs against biden biden's not going to win by as much but he's still going to barely win biden yeah. runs against ron DeSantis and trump nuked ron biden wins again but trump supports ron now i could see that they're actually being, around. but is Trump going to do that? Yeah, that's the big thing, right? Is like his ego is just 
so inflated. He, he calls it's, him Ron Sanctimonious or something, yeah. which is already, <laughs> that's hilarious. That name, Trump comes up with the funniest names. Trump is the just schoolhouse bully. Oh, like the, probably the greatest, like just president in general when it comes to insult schoolhouse bullies. You cannot, uh, he will just roast you. And that's yeah, where it's literally. like, if he just ro- roasts, uh, like Jeb Bush never recovered getting roasted from Trump. Never recovered. And Trump roasted him so bad, stole all of his lunch money, made him run home and cry to his mom, and then still makes him kiss the pinky ring. Yeah. Still <clears throat> makes, it's it's crazy. Jeb Bush, he bought Jeb Bush's website link, his <laughs> HDMI, and then had it re-go, redirect to the Trump website. Have you heard I from Jeb Bush that. since the, no. Jeb Bush is still crying in his mansion, very depressed, very sad. Trump is the ultimate schoolhouse bully, and he has shown that he can roast his own party and just completely ruin their chances. So that's yeah. what my, it is, it is, I actually kind of am interested in the presidential thing, because it actually seems much less, like, depressing, actually, because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to be insults, bullying, it's going to be crazy all the other stuff with America right now, I'm like, oh, it's stressful, scary, yeah. not fun. But hey, we always bounce back. So we well, always bounce back. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully we will this time. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All um, right. But politics. But, <laughs> Thanks for doing that to me. God, it's so bad. I don't want to <laughs> talk politics, but then someone gets me going. I can't That's stop. I love it though. Yeah, I love it. It's so hard. I'm like, no, no, no. Okay. I, I get, it's like those people who hate going to parties, but yeah. once you get them to the party, they want to be the life of it. Yeah. That's me with politics. I'm yeah. like, no, no, I don't want to talk about no, it. No, but I don't think you're saying anything controversial. Like, I actually agree with a lot of what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. and that's it, what you're describing as Trump. Like, I think that's one of the frustrating things about Trump and Trump voters is they vote for this guy who they think is this, you know, this troll and memer, where really when you saw him in office, he wasn't really that much different from like Jeb Bush or George W. Bush. Like he mm-hmm. really just, I mean, sure, there were some differences, but overall he really just fell in line with the they, Republican. You have to. There's yeah, exactly. no way. Again, the president is not that powerful. Yeah, I agree. With it that. is just such a tight. Do you know how many people pull? That's why the George Bush story is so interesting with Al Gore in the background, just mm-hmm. pulling all those straight. Like it really shows you, especially nowadays, you after probably after Reagan, actually before Reagan, Reagan, I, a lot of Reagan fanboys out there too. I know they're going to hate hearing this. <laughs> ah, fuck them out. But, but Reagan <laughs> really set the standard for a president who doesn't know a lot about politics. Cause he was an actor first. Yep. Then he got into politics a little bit. And then, then all of a sudden he's president, set the standard f- to allow a lot of advisors to come in and be the real powerhouse. Well, he suffered from dementia the last Late, part of his... Yes, the, much later on towards the end, there was... there's That's a controversial thing to say, actually, because okay. oh, there's some it? fanboys who are like, nope, nope, that's a lie, that's propaganda. Then there's other historians who are like, probably the last two years was where you started looking at... So it's whatever you choose to believe on that standard, I'm not going to give my sure. take on it, sure. but it's, um, it, it is, it did set a standard of people can swoop in and it, with George Bush, they swooped. It, it is every politician after Reagan, Democrat and Republican, you can see where if they didn't 100% submit to these other people, they, I'm not saying like the Illuminati. No, it's, <laughs> it's literally just high ranking officials whose name you can Google and it literally will be like, head advisor it's not like some secret it's just as americans we don't have time to be like who are the 86 people sitting behind the it's like (laughs) 
No, so but it, it did allow for this kind of way of multiple voices to speak through the president. And there's no way of getting out of it. You can say it when you're running for president. You'd be like, nope, I'm different. You get in there. You get put in that room with all those people. No. No. That's why Jimmy Carter was like, I'll tell you about the aliens. <laughs> no, even, even, if, even if there was nothing to say, advisors would be like, you can't say that. There's nothing. <laughs> you can't say anything. Like, he got in there and he's like, all right, time for the aliens and peanuts. And they're like, no, shut up is what you're going to say. And then he would do stuff that his advisors didn't advise. He didn't get reelected. He got yeah. wiped out by a landslide by Reagan. Reagan comes in and swoops him out. And that's what, like, Jimmy Carter is a president where you see really did try to be like, I'm him. It's me. Yeah, yeah. And he got wrecked for it. And after mm. that, so Jimmy Carter, Reagan, and just that kind of era, you just see this huge turning of times from from Kennedy to Reagan. Just crazy times. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny you bring up Kennedy. Uh, I know you hate politics, but I want to ask you okay, one more thing okay. about it. One more thing about it. Um, because uh, you and I have talked in length about JFK. And, and all the you know conspiracy theories around that. We now have Robert Kennedy uh, running for political office, of Democratic Party. Yeah. What do you th- what do you think about that? And uh, also because we've talked about like the JFK assassination theories about how you believe it's the mob. He seems to be pretty. Um, I, I haven't listened to a lot of what he talks about, but from what I understand, he seems to be very uh, adamant about the idea that the CIA killed his father. Yeah. So the Kennedys as a whole are very weird. <laughs> There's so much behind. There was the rumor that one of the Kennedys was going to come back to life and lead the Republican Party. Did you hear about that? (laughs) There was a huge parade for him and everything. It was pretty crazy. Didn't come back to life. Didn't come back, but shit. (laughs) Didn't usher in a new era. He was going to be the vice president of Trump for 2024. Is what I think. I'm not joking. That was the belief. Yeah, he probably still would have done better than Trump or Biden. But what was crazy about that is once I got debunked, it didn't happen. Instead of a, a large majority of people, instead of being like, huh, well, maybe I should stop believing everything I read on the internet, they like double down. And that's what's so sad to see. And that's why I don't hate conspiracy theories. I think conspiracy theories, to a certain extent, are super fun, interesting, gets people to question the government. You should not just blindly follow anybody, anything, question it. But when you get an answer that's a real answer, you need to be willing to accept that answer. Mm. Conspiracy theories, when they have a rational answer, you can still accept that answer and be like, I'm still hesitant though. But I accept the evidence you've given me, but I still have my bias. That's fine. But if you go, I don't accept the evidence you've given me in the slightest. In fact, I'm going to double down and I think you're part of the, you're you're in it now. That gets a little scary, right? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, sorry to... No, no, you, you got me talking about conspiracies and Kennedy. <laughs> um, Robert Kennedy, I, I've seen a lot of. Um, so, oh gosh, sorry, there's so many Kennedys. No. Which Kennedy lost to Jeb Bush? Do you know who I'm talking about? Wasn't that the same? Wasn't the same guy? Is, was it Rock? No, he's the only one that's been running, right? No, there's two Kennedys. Oh, there's two I of them swear. running. Where there's two Kennedys. One of them was running for... No, no, no. That was Betos. Betos lost in Texas. But there was another Kennedy. He's Ginger. Little bit younger guy. Ginger Kennedy. Logan, look up Ginger <laughs> Kennedy guy. Ted, Ted Kennedy? Oh. Younger, sounds- lo- younger looking guy. Kind of like a floof. Kind of like... That sounds right. Uh, Ginger Kennedy is a real 
Oh, no, not Ginger Kennedy. Not okay. So that's that's where I start. To, there's just so many political. Like, I do my best to now kind of try to avoid politics, right? But from what I've seen about the Robert Kennedy thing is Robert. Robert that's, but, RFK. that's RFK. There's Robert and then there's. Is Robert older? Yeah. Ro he has the fucked up voice. So it's not that Kennedy. It's a different Kennedy. Okay. Or maybe I'm confusing. I swear to God. I thought there was only one, but I, I could be wrong. There's multiple Kennedys still. I know a lot of them got taken out, but there's still some. There's still some kicking. <laughs> there's still a couple um, left. <laughs> anyways, anyways, this this that little tangent I went on shows you how unqualified I am to talk about the current Kennedys. But from what I've seen, is a lot of Democrats, um, less moderate Democrats, probably much more far left leaning, sure. are very anti him because mm -hmm. they're like he is. Republican light is what I've seen from that. So he does seem to have that, yeah. It, which I mean, but that makes it interesting that he's. I mean, maybe this is just me, but I find it interesting that he is running on the Democratic ticket mm -hmm. because he, yes, he does have that Trumpian. Like yeah. he is in kind of that same space, but at the same time, he does have these like you know environmental like Democratic type of values. Well, yeah, it's a very I mean, interesting blend. No, it is. It, this is something else I hate about politics now. Is it's just <laughs> again, you just have to be all in or nothing. Yep, yep. I mean, you look at Richard Nixon. He founded the EPA, mm -hmm. which is the Environmental Protection Agency. You you say I support the EPA to a Republican right now. You're a communist <laughs> little. They they hate you. You're 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 get out. Uh, yeah. You're not invited to Thanksgiving anymore. <laughs> but it was founded by a very conservative Republican. And yeah. I am a firm believer, and I hope someday we can get back to it, where it's you can identify as a party and still have opposing opinions to some of the others in that party. There, I don't think many parties, like there's the core... Libertarian party. Yeah. <laughs> but then that's the problem with the Libertarian party is yeah. there's too much. There's mm. too... It needs to be... There needs to be still. Yeah. There still needs to be core values. The problem is, is I don't think either party has really knows what their core value. That's a fair criticism it, for but sure. Yeah. To be fair, I know everyone hates the far left because <laughs> the far left will call each other out, stab each other in the back, and everything. You you can trace their core values down to Marxism, right? Yeah, so they they do have a core value. The far right. It's a little bit more tricky to find that core value. I mean, the, I would say it's Christianity. That is a very good, but then is it Christianity? But then you see a lot of people, Andrew Tate, what's his religion? He's Christian, I think. No, he's not. Or no, well, oh no. Well, he okay. converted. That's right. And Sneeko did well, too. And that's the really confused thing about Andrew Tate is that he, because he, he identifies as what, Islam? Yep. And then, but he has also he like he's gone on like these like Christian not anymore. He not anymore. Hey, not anymore. He's like fully gone, and so has Sneagle. And then you've got Catholics. So you've got these three yeah. kind of values that go into conservatism, right? Yeah. So then it starts. That's what I mean. Is and don't don't get me wrong. Marxism has a bunch of different little <laughs> things as well, little oh, factions. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. that's just what makes it all just so hard when it comes to parties. Is how are we still acting like we agree with what every single person in our party says when fundamentally we we do not yeah, agree with everything impossible. they say it, it's such a weird that's why politics are so interesting to me because it's just i hate them because it's so you can never be you can never 100 percent agree with someone when it comes to politics yeah. despite how much mouthpieces there are now for both parties that are just like i agree 100 percent with what this person said and it's like you don't have to you don't have to but nowadays yeah. there's so many 
uneducated <laughs> political followers out there who, if you do not say exactly what they want, will hate you. You're I listening right now. If you feel attacked, <laughs> seek help. You don't have to only agree with what your party says, guys. You can be your own person. Your favorite YouTuber, if they say something, you're like, mm, maybe, and then you switch your brain to agree. You don't have to do that. Your favorite news shit, you don't have to do that. Yeah, you can disagree with them, and you don't have to hate them either. Yeah, oh my God, you disagree with the person? You're like, huh, bad take. You don't have to go, huh, bad take, I hate you now. <laughs> you go, huh, bad take, I'm going to like make a note of that, like I disagree with it. You can still disagree, I mean, it start, but then you hit a point where the person... If they have so many bad takes, it hits a point, right? <laughs> yeah, there, sure, there's, sure. If they're like, sleep with the kids, no. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. That's not a bad take that you're like, mental note, they're, they're a pedophile. No. you. That's uh, that's the crossing. You, that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's crossing the line. There's lines that get crossed that they're, and, and this is something where I think some of your listeners are going to hate me for it, but like, I, I, I am, I'm pro LGBTQ because yeah. I, I think a, fundamental american belief i'm a if, if any of my audience is not with that fuck you because no, i'm with that too like 100%. if you're a constitutionalist how do you not and like constitutionalists a lot of them are republican how do you not support the lgbtq yeah because the whole american dream is do whatever the fuck you exactly, want exactly exactly do what you want do what makes you happy achieve that enlightenment and if you're like if you're so worried with what someone else is doing in bed or how they want to dress or how they want to identify, like if that, if that, like if you're like, oh man, this person, the way they act makes me uncomfortable, okay, go away. Let them do their own thing. You do your own thing. You can do it. it just, I, I don't know. It's weird. Like if they're protesting it, right? No, no, it's, I, I agree, man. I hate all this. I don't want to get too far into it, but it just gets to this weird, like, dragon eating its own tail situation where it's like well i believe that they should have that and that infringes on my rights as a christian it's like well you're infringing on their rights as an american to do their own thing you can have your religious beliefs and think that's wrong go pray for them go do your own thing that's what you're supposed to do is if you think someone's sinning you pray for them you don't go and threaten them (laughs) you do it just yeah uh, they figured out that wasn't enough yeah they're like the praying's (laughs) not working the percentages are getting higher Gen Z is ruining my prayers. Oh. And yeah, it, it just no. Like I mean, you described why I'm a libertarian. Mm-hmm. Like I've always, like I've always had these, like you know, conservative inclines when it comes to like you know economics or whatever, or even some social issues. But like, but yeah, why the fuck do you care about what people do in their bedroom? And look, with like the LGBTQ stuff, like I, I think there's like a fair argument, you know being concerned about some like the trans ideology stuff like i think like you know with kids specifically i think there are some things to be talked about and i think that's you know it needs to be uh there needs to be nuance in that that so i what i dislike about that when it comes to social media is how black and white everyone treats it they one side's like the lgbtq is trying to make every single kids trans and they're forcing their can kids to get their genitals cut off and then the left is like the republicans want to make it so that parents are getting their kids taken away and executed if they try to become it's yeah. so one side it's, thinks that it's happening every time and one side thinks it never happens it's and that's very, not the case yeah it's in the middle it's, it's in the middle it's something that's nuanced that me as like a straight white guy should not like i i support people but i 
am not the mouthpiece for it. I am not the person who you should take my opinion on it. You should not like anything I said, like I'm not that, I'm not that guy. I'm not him. I'm not, I'm not the right voice for that. There's plenty of voices that if you want to learn more, like I highly recommend you listen to, to get your opinion, but I'm just not. And same with economics. That's why I've never like, I have conservative economic views, liberal economic views. I don't know shit about the economy. (laughs) History. Sure. Economy. I, I, no idea. No yeah. idea. Well, I appreciate that about you, though, like that you're willing to acknowledge that. Like, I th- like, and we were kind of talking about this, like, especially in this day and age, like, everybody wants to think they're a fucking expert. I probably do that all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it, it, it happens when you have that voice. You like to think, like, oh, I have the internet, so I know everything. But, you know, it, it's important for people to acknowledge and recognize, hey, I don't know everything. Like, like going back to the LGBTQ stuff, like, you know, I, I don't know everything about that field. I don't know what it's like to be, you know, in that shoe. So what is it my job to be able to infringe on someone and be like, Hey, this is what you need to do. Like, and that again, like this is what always pisses me off about like the conservative Republican thing is that it's always from a religious standpoint. Like the only reason that you would have a problem with someone being a homosexual is because your religion tells you that there's Mm -hmm. a problem with it. There's nothing at face value. Like with race, you can at least see that they are different, like they are different colors. I see. I you was, know I was I mean? like, where are you? I was like, um, what? I thought you were going to leave. I was like, dude, that's, yeah, that was, I was like, uh. No, but like, my, my point is like with race, you can at least see that on the person. Right? Yeah. I with see. homosexuality, I mean, unless they're like ex- exhibiting some mm-hmm. behavior, like you can't see that they're. Yeah. And, and you like, husband. yeah. And it's, it's again, um, something that I get kind of mad about on the left is like, I'll be called a fence sitter now because I didn't kind of like die hard dive into it where I was like, you're a monster for disagreeing. If you don't support the LGBTQ, I personally disagree with you and think that you should do more research, educate yourself on it. But I can't go any further than that because I don't, I'm not super educated on it. So I get frustrated then when like someone on the left's like, so you're just going to fence sit it. You're not going to die. I'm like, Hey, I've given, all I know. Oh, that's all I know. There are some things where it's like I like it gets hard though. Again, you're yeah. putting me you're you always make me hot under the collar, man. You get me into these things cuz I like I struggle with it so much cuz there are so many topics where it's like I wish I did know more. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel like a fence sitter and I could go fight for a great cause, be on the correct side of history, do all of this. I just don't know. I'm just a dumb history guy. You want to know some <laughs> stuff about presidents and how like elections work and whatnot? Sure. You want to know stuff about Lego? I gotcha. <laughs> you want to know some superhero stuff? That's me. But it just... Uh. But that's the problem with our climate is like it does take a lot of effort to be informed and to be like feel educated like mm-hmm. i you know i'm a very politically interesting person i'm always listening to political podcasts and reading as much as i can i'm reading a book right now called the white pill by michael malice which is about uh like you know the rise and fall of the soviet union like i do try to mm-hmm. keep informed but like there's only so much you can do in this and it, when you like what i'm gonna dedicate eight hours of my day to re- watching every podcast going through every article and keeping like, up to date constantly with what's going on that. and yeah it's so it's so exhausting like it's so you know both physically you know like mentally, mentally and emotionally exhausting i can't spend more than like 10 minutes on twitter <laughs> i'm not joking twitter <laughs> oh, how, brain how you, rot are you able to remove yourself emotionally or do you get like upset like because i can't i cannot remove myself and that's why i need to say and that's why i've become and it sucks. That's why I have become more of a fence sitter is I get 
so emotionally attached to these stories mm-hmm. that it just the mental health aspect of it. Exactly. And, and that's the thing is like, it just gets to the point where you just read so much terrible things. And then you see the comments of so many people who either have like the, the wrong take on it or are unsympathetic to that or refuse to see the other point of view. You just read through it. And it just makes it even worse. And you're like, I got the, that lady, that, that girl who hit those two people, that college girl who hit those two people with her car. She was drunk driving and then she only got 14 years and some people are saying she deserved more. Others are saying she didn't. I just got so emotionally invested in that story. And I was like, this, I, I had to stop re- reading about it on Twitter and stuff. And like on TikTok, I was like, it just, I get too emotionally invested. Yeah. I get too frustrated and focused on it. So it's like, you know, sometimes it's best. Like watching this, if you just watched like how much I got into it and like how hot under the gun, and like it, I just get too into it. Yeah. So I need to usually not. That's why, uh, you guys have seen my Facebook. I don't. I've gone four years without posting something political on Facebook. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Good for you. I I wish I could do that. <laughs> I can't. I, I had to. I just. I had to because it was like I'm screaming into a void. Yeah. No one. Those who agree with me are agreeing with me. Those who don't don't. And my takes aren't going to change their opinion because my yeah. takes were just basically the equivalent of a copy and paste of someone else's take that that same person is yeah. seeing. So I was like, there's. If that person's ever going to change their mind and come to my side, it's not through a Facebook post I did. And yeah, I mean, I can relate to that a lot. I mean, I think that's part of why I do what I do on the podcast is mm-hmm. because like I I know that whoever's listening is going to have a better chance of hearing my opinion and what I think about something doing this versus mm-hmm. like going on Facebook and yeah. doing it, however many characters. And if you're commenting on some feed, like you're commenting to some stranger yeah. being like, this is why you're wrong. Dude, you're just some stranger yelling in the way. They're just gonna hate you so much more. Yeah. So yeah. I Logan raised like the timer thing. I don't <laughs> no, have my glasses, just... so I just like looked right at the camera and was like, oh, what's that? We're good. It's, we got we got a little boring. bit of time yet. All right, let's do something more fun. Yes, lighthearted. Yes, Give me let, something lighthearted. Yes, let's uh well let's talk about what you were talking about when uh what uh when you came in and you want to talk about just kind of and I can relate to this oh, too. 9-11. Like having... Yeah. That's pretty that's pretty good. That's a good. That's that a good funny. topic. Oh, you're a funny guy, man. Thanks. No, um, no. Uh, you're talking about like uh, having too much on your plate. Yeah, and, and like the stresses of that. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I recently quit doing this like nightly bingo thing because of the same reason. Like, I, it's just <laughs> when it's, you told me about that, I thought you were doing like bingo for old people, <laughs> like Saul Goodman's bingo, like where you'd be. That like, would be way funnier. B twenty five. That would be way funnier. I would be able to get way away with way more offensive humor right i'd be uh, able to just say right like where were you doing like, it at a bar oh. it was called sprockets bingo at a bar that yeah. goes well people more, pay attention right. yeah yeah well okay so like, how they did was they had it on a screen so okay. my job was actually really easy i just kind of announced the winners and like the rounds and then i was like huh. okay well well how they how they did it was like they they played a song okay and they had to match the song up to what was on the card so what yeah that was how it worked, and at the end they would like flash the title and be like, "Oh, there's a, there's a, you know, Under Pressure by Queen or whatever." You know what I mean? No, <laughs> I don't have any understanding of what you just described. Well, if you come to Des Moines on Wednesday nights at Sprockets at seven p.m., I will not be, be there, there, but, but somebody, someone else will. Somebody will to do that, and you can see yeah. what they do. So I, I just, I got a lot on my plate, and it's, it's like I've done it to myself kind of scenario yep, where I, feel I, I just always want to be doing something. So right now I work part-time in radio 
as a morning show host. Wow. I, and I used to work full-time in that. I used to work two full-time jobs along with everything else. So I've got that. Um, work part-time in radio, morning show host, 6 a.m. till noon. Then I've got a uh, my new job. So I launched this company called JTSEO. Oh, where cool. it is kind of a one-stop shop, right? So like, so uh, a business no longer needs their social media guy, their website guy, and their search engine optimization guy. The person who like helps update their Google My Business, helps the on-page and off-page SEO. I, because SEO is involved in all of those. You've got social media, which is the off-page SEO. Then you've got your website, Google My Business, the ads you run. That's all uh, technical and on-page SEO, right? And I was just talking to all these businesses who were like, dude, I spend between social media, my website, all of this, I spend five uh, between $500,000 a month. Uh, bigger companies, like this one property management company I work for now, they're spending like four grand a month on social media, SEO, website stuff. So I came in and I was like, I'll do all of it. You only have to contact me, we'll do our meetings, and I, I have a I, I have an all a card option, which is just a hundred bucks to get you started on everything, and I teach you some stuff. Then I've got a two fifty, five hundred, and a thousand dollar one, and it's doing everything. So it, it's been super cool to see yeah. that success with that. And like I work with small town, like I work with uh, real estate agents. I work with like this DJ who just wants to get his career up and running a little bit so he's doing like the cheapest package and then yeah. uh, then like full-on huge companies not huge but like big in the sense of cedar rapids big which is just super cool that i got that started so that's not only something i'm passionate about but also that like makes money so like that's what pays the bills and it's something i'm passionate about which is great that, i mean it's the same with radio but like radio is you never fully you i guess yeah because there's jake and then there's jake in the morning on us 1049 and there's a difference there is a distinct difference um jake in the morning on us 1049's favorite band is old dominion (laughs) jake in real life's favorite band is panic at the disco (laughs) so yeah um then you've got um so then those are like the two jobs that like that that's like the two main jobs. Then I've got the secondary thing where it's TikTok, my history TikTok channel. That's like the another kind of thing where it's I love history, but it's also kind of like a job now where it's like I have to upload at yeah. least two videos a week. Like I have to do that. Um, if I want to make money on this, like get brand deals, get that, I have to do this. Oh God, this only got one thousand views. I worked. I worked hard on it. Like, why did that not do well? This is funny. This is that, and you're. I'm stressing it out, right? So then I created this new TikTok, which is just all my Lego City stuff, where I just show off my Lego City. I'm so proud of it, and I love it. I post a video, it get it, it gets uh, 300 views. Heck yeah! Post a video, it gets 8,000 views. Heck yeah! 100,000. Like I don't care. It's so mm. nice. Yeah. Right, so my main TikTok has like a hundred and fifty thousand. I don't even followers. Then my Lego ones just got eight thousand. Just nice, build up that following, just goofing around, having fun. And then, um, then I've got my third one, which is basically a third ju- TikTok. Yes. Oh my. This God, is dude. the. This is the. <laughs> This is the secret Jake Trumper TikTok where only my diehard fans find it. So I only have like 2,000 followers on that one. 
Um, I just post whatever the hell I want. I'll be like, here's our animals. Here's my family's animals. Here's me doing a stand-up set. Like, it's really fun. It's super calm. It's so chill. And it's so nice. And then I've got the YouTube channels, right? So then I've got the primary YouTube channel that I do not know what to do with. It's got 23.4 thousand followers on it or subscribers, which is awesome for YouTube. Yeah. But like those, all those followers were from when I made songs about YouTubers. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I, like I, I don't. So now I just have this like dead follower count where I'm like scared to do anything. I put up some history stuff that it didn't hit as well. We lose some followers and stuff. And so I just don't know what I'm doing on it right now. I genuinely think I'm just going to start doing those videos where it's like ranking every single blah, blah, blah. I watched every episode because I love media. Like I love TV. I love Mm -hmm. characters, cartoons, dramas, anything, right? So I was like, I might just change that channel to that, which would just be something I love. But like just seeing it go from like, Hey, you got 70,000 views on this YouTube video about a YouTuber to 300 views on YouTube. It's just going to hurt, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's, I've been struggling with that because I feel like that'd be fun in a great way because I just lost my YouTube partnership as well because I haven't uploaded for. Oh, that sucks. I I haven't uploaded for six months. So only six months and they, they booted you? I hadn't uploaded for three years. Oh. And then I uploaded one post and I uploaded that one post six months ago. It is in like progress. That's where it struggles is over the last four years. I've, I've posted here and there, but it'd be like, Hey, here's a quick episode of the podcast. And it'd be like 400 views. Cause it was just randomly thrown up at midnight. Uh, and then it, there wouldn't be another post for four months and then another mm-hmm. post for five months. So like just the views eventually after four years of doing that for like all my old videos that would get views and like make money, get me the AdSense and everything. Finally, that runs up after a while. And now that the four years of that have ran up, YouTube's like, hey, you're not reaching that 4,000 hours anymore. Mm. And now I have to get, now it's back to the drawing board. It's like, well, now I got to redo everything, redo that. So I've been uploading shorts that have been doing pretty well. And I've just been uploading shorts that I'm just up there. Then there's my other YouTube channel, which is, so that YouTube channel is now stressful because it was like that YouTube channel is making money on doing stuff. And then I just didn't know what to do with it for like three to four to three years. And I like boned myself. Now I'm like, oh shit, now I don't know what to do with that. Um, then there's the Lego YouTube channel, right? Post shorts of all my Lego stuff. My shorts on that Lego channel that only have 92 subscribers get more views. Those shorts get more views than my shorts on my main channel that has 23,000 followers, which is crazy. Which is So I have to remake YouTube like me on my original channel because yeah. it's like deemed it as like dead and decrepit. So it's like, no, no, I'm alive. Check me out. New channel. It's like, oh, yeah, cool. We'll show your stuff. And, like, I've had it for, like, two weeks. And we're, like, 95 subscribers. Shorts. Do you do shorts? Yeah. Yep. Shorts are amazing. Yeah, they, they do, do so help. well for you. Yeah. Um, and then I've got my third YouTube channel, which is just called Jake's OK Films, where I used to put all my short films and my sketches yep. on, and I haven't done anything with that. I hope to do something with that someday. But eh, who knows? And then I do improv and stand-up. So I do shows probably... Three, I do like three open mics and like two shows a month. And then I do like one to two improv shows a month. So those are nice. Those obviously don't make much, right? But they're passion. They're fun. Yeah. So I got all that. And then I'm in, I, I just got engaged. So I've oh, got Oh, congratulations. All that. Thank you. That. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, so man. I've got that. 
going on uh we've got our animals just keeping the house yeah set up right because it's like oh this tree's dead and it's gonna fall down if you don't cut it down so we're cutting down that tree dealing with that just like trying to go fishing and enjoy life and everything and yeah, then and then there's like all these other like things i want to do but i'm like holy shit you already have no time yeah I so how no many time. hours a week are you spending on like all of that yeah, like, or just like, well, all the stuff you like besides like the family type stuff, like all the no stuff you family stuff, just that stuff is probably how like, many hours a week? Uh, hundred and twenty, probably. Oh my god! So that's how many like, hours are in a week? Because uh, it's probably like four times seven. That's about yeah, like what one forty, one fifty something, one hundred fifty two maybe. My let me just say please let me say my hope I hope my autism helped me in that one. 168. Okay. Close. I probably Close. work, let's say, let's see. So I work probably three hours in radio, eight hours for my other job, then another two hours for social media and stuff. So that's wait, that, that's a day? That's a day. So oh eight, god. nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So thirteen hours a day. Oh my god. Is work. Dude. So whatever 13 times 7 is, is how much. That's crazy, man. And that's if I take Sunday off. How much is it? 91. Okay, so I overhyped myself with 120. That was a bad estimate. So 91 hours. That's so still insane. 91 to 100, depending on client meet. So like a Tuesday, uh, like on a Tuesday, when I meet with all my clients, I wake up probably 7 a.m., do radio stuff first because I pre-recorded the night before my six and seven o'clock hour. So I start at eight, but I wake up at seven to start the day, go right out the door at seven Oh five radio, 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 come home, eat lunch real quick at like 10 ish, eat that lunch, then drive to Cedar Rapids. Now I'm driving, listening to the most recent like SEO podcasts and suggestions and breaking stuff. So I count that as work then. So then I'm down in Cedar Rap in, in Cedar Rapids now on that Tuesday from, uh, I get down there and then I'm there till, cause then I got improv practice after that. So then I'm there till about 9 PM. I get home, go into the radio station to pre-record for the next day. So I usually get home at around midnight. I've never broken down how many hours I'm working. So you've like unlocked this part of my brain where I'm like, let's calculate what I'm doing on a normal day. So now I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh, I broke your... <laughs> I think the whoever was here before me unscrewed this. Jake's I, ruined I both it. his work week and now. The yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's a Friday, which is nice. That's yes, so that nice. Is nice. That is. Yeah. Well, how are you? I mean, sorry, we can wrap up. No, so we have that. But like, how? Like how, how? How are you? Like handling all that? The thing fell off the table. The thing fell off the table. Oh I got it. no. I got it. Oh my god. I'm figuring it. I got it. I got That's it. I so can do funny. this, Logan. I can do this. I have it. I didn't break it, man. It was it just I did I wasn't unscrewing or messing anything. <laughs> That's so um funny. no, so yeah, so basically between ninety-one to uh like probably hundred and fifteen max. Well, so like how are you handling that? Because like uh, not to get too much into me, but like part of the reason why I've had to cut back on my stuff is because like I struggle with like addiction to certain type of things. Like I recently quit drinking, um, stuff like that. And like a part of why I've had to dial back is because like, I feel myself like getting back into that. Like, cause it's just so stressful. Like how do you, I mean, maybe that's not something that you struggle with, but like, how do you handle all this? Like how do you handle doing 90 to a hundred hours a week? So my fiance is very 
supportive and like understanding of it, right? Because we still need us time. Like I work seven days a week because I have to post for clients every mm-hmm. single day, check results every single day. So even on Sunday, I'm doing it. But I try to do a thing where I wake up at like 8 a.m. on Sunday, do like three hours of work while she's still asleep, go back and sleep with her. Then we sleep until like noon. And then now for the rest of Sunday, it's me and her. Damn. And so we go fishing. We do that. We relax. Uh, when I come down to Cedar Rapids on Tuesdays, I put in a 30-minute to like two-hour long block. Usually it's two hours, which is nice, um, where I go to my parents' house, say hi, visit them, take a nap, wake up. Every other Tuesday, I meet with my grandparents just because they're on the way back to the Quad Cities from Cedar Rapids. I live in the QC, so it's a very long drive to Cedar Rapids every Tuesday and Thursday when I make the commutes. Um, Tuesday and Thursdays are my longest days. And then like a Friday, it's not too crazy. I just need to make sure I do like 10 hours of work ish today. So it's a little bit like, so I just like make time for family and I just kind of put that in the schedule, which I know is kind of messed up to be like, you're in the schedule. No, no, no. That's smart. That's smart. I just kind of fundamentally compartmentalize or whatever it is. Compartmentalize. (laughs) Yes. That, (laughs) um, and I think it's just, I have high energy. I'm very lucky that I'm just a very high energy person. And some of those work things that I hope will get me famous, money, blah, 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 like stand-up, improv, I'm doing that now because I genuinely enjoy it. It'd be cool if it blew up and did great, but if it doesn't, it's fine. Like There's certain stuff that I do that's just for me, but everything that is just for me is hopefully something that could lead to that. Like Lego, love Lego. I don't need to videotape it or show off my city and stuff, but I want to do that because it could lead to something so like i'm going to brick rolled chicago in june with wow. a bunch of like big lego youtubers god i'm, oh, I'm that's, such a nerd that's dude fun, that should suck so like no it so they're all like eight years old is that no, no 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 <laughs> so like um mnr productions he's like the largest star wars lego creator me and him are friends like we became oh, friends cool. so cool. like uh i'm gonna be helping him with some of his videos and stuff. it's gonna be super cool so it'll oh, be a lot cool. of fun so like it does open up a lot of doors and the thing is is i invite my fiance to all of them radio is super cool so like there's beer battle on the bell which is just drinking on a boat with the radio station tomorrow yeah. i invited my fiance there's affiliate week where the radio station if you play with the white Sox on your espn station you can go to a white Sox game and sit in the box so i invited her and her mom because her mom's a big fan of the white Sox. so just trying to find different ways uh concerts i get a bunch of concert tickets so like old dominion was in town and my fiance's favorite band is old dominion so i brought her oh, and God. just Finding ways to include family into my work, which is a little sketch. I probably wouldn't be like, that's the way to do it, but it, it works for now. Cool. Well, uh, cool. That's a nice, <laughs> that's a nice story, Grandpa. Sorry, I got a little, that's a really nice story. I got a little distracted by our next guest. But uh, um, yeah, Jake, uh, this has been a fucking pleasure, man, having you in here, uh, having you come through. and Started uh, a little hot. Started yeah. a little <laughs> Little That's what we hot, like to do it. Little, little political. Any conspiracy theories or anything you want to talk about? We didn't really even dive into conspiracy theories, man. <laughs> no, it's okay. You I'm know, so it, excited to you be. You know, like, it's like I said. Like I've kind of, in a way, I've kind of withdrawn from that. Like I'm, yeah. I'm into it, but I'm not like as crazy into it because there is a mental health aspect to it. You need yeah. to be able to check out for sure. That's why, like, if you're diehard into conspiracy theory, check out, man, the mental health part of it. And I think that's why people double down sometimes, as their mental health mm, has been. Yep. torn down so much that they're like this is all i have exactly i can't i can't let that which is sad it's very sad you you people love you you can you can get out of it 
to the one guy listening who's really deep in that conspiracy. <laughs> who's no. just like the one guy listening is like, I'm gonna kill you, Jake. Oh, oh, the, oh I thought not I thought, you. Yeah. I thought you meant like your one viewer. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, your one viewer. No, I was saying out of your multiple yeah, viewers, yeah. The there's one, one person watching. That's the diehard conspiracy theorist. There's dude. probably multiple of them. Let's and be real. and now they think I'm part of the deep state. I've done this to myself. I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not part of the deep state. And if you send me your address, I can. Prove it to you, and well, I can put a microchip in your arm <laughs> and help you. I was gonna say we can put your home address in the bottom so people can just track you down and then confront you themselves. No, I see. need no, I need them to send you their address so then I can find their address so and put micro. Yes, yeah, so then I can put a microchip inside them yes. and track them to show them that I didn't sell any of their information. Yes, to the deep state, which isn't real. The deep state's not real. You can trust us. I mean, you can trust. The government. It's <laughs> you're just letting me go. You can stop this at any time. You can be like, "All right, Jake, it's done. Let's wrap it up." And you're like, "The deep state. Keep it going. Keep it rolling." I have a shovel right here if you want. Just keep, on. <laughs> keep on digging. I'm just kidding, Jake. It's been a fucking pleasure. Oh, it's we're shaking been... hands. Wow, thank yeah. you. It's always a pleasure, man. I always appreciate it when you invite me, and I was glad you're in CR. It made it worth it. I drove all the way from the QC to do this. Oh yeah, because I always it's always fun hanging out with you, man. Hell yeah. Well, uh, we'll do it again, man, for sure. I love having you on. Guys, Stars Podcast, we're here every Monday and Thursday at 7 p.m. We've got the website, com. We also have a Patreon, um, Stars, where you can find oh, this exclusive awesome. content there. Yeah, uh, only two, only $4 a month that's for behind-the-scenes sick. episodes and all that. So That is dope as hell, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So go tune into that. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Peace.